0: Calling all podcasters, musicians, vloggers, and reporters, and everyone else who wants crystal clear recording that's super portable, the sure motive family of microphones makes studio quality audio that's as simple as plug and play. Many of the world's top podcasters rely on Shure. And with a Motive line of iOS and USB microphones, portability is now your friend. Imagine being able to get great audio quickly and easily from your phone, tablet, or computer. Simply visit Shure.com slash Motive to start getting great audio for your content now. That's shur dot forward slash M-O-T-I-V. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Hot Corner Show on the ISPS Radio Podcast Network with your host, Dr. Ray, the softball-playing chiropractor and the official chiropractor of ISPS, and Manuel T. Ferrero III, the commissioner of international slow-pitch softball. Listen to the Hot Corner Show every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the ISPS Radio Podcast Channel. Call the show at 347 637 73978 and talk sports and health topics with Dr. Ray. Plus, slow-pitch softball from around the world with Manuel T. Ferrero the 3rd. Fantasy sports, special guests, and more. Call the show now on the special guest call-in hotline at 347-637-3978. Now, bring your A game cuz you're about to experience the Hot Corner.
2: Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I'd like to welcome everybody into tonight's show. It's National Elvis Impersonator Month. No, I'm just kidding. It's uh, me, your host here, Dr. Ray, like we are every Wednesday night. We're here live on the Hot Corner with you. And uh wanted to thank everybody for listening in today. We've got a great show here jam-packed for you. We've got a couple guests on the line already waiting to, to uh, tell us about what it is that they do. And uh, as always, we're going to have a health topic here for you tonight. The health topic is going to be all about, believe it or not, the most interesting subject in the world, salad. Yes, May is National Salad Month. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about how salads play a role in health, why you generally hate salad as a child and then kind of start to like it as you get older and those kinds of things and answer all of the crazy questions that you guys may have about salad. And we're going to get to that in just a little bit. But for right now, uh, what I want to do... Oh, and let me tell you a little bit about our guests as well, too. Excuse me. uh, We have two guests tonight that we're going to be getting to. First, we're going to be talking to the guys from Jaeger Sports. So Jaeger Sports are the the inventors of the J-Band. And we're going to talk to them in a little while. And I'm sure you guys have already seen uh, the J-Band, and we're going to talk about that. And then once... We hear from them, we're also going to have another guest on the show tonight We're going to have Michael with us from Picture Catcher Bats So if you guys don't know what Picture Catcher Bats are You definitely want to stay tuned um, And we're going to be able to ask these guys some questions And we're going to be able to to find out all about them So I want to go ahead now and, and introduce our co-host The man, the myth, the legend The lion that has made at least one lion up to this point And probably has another one on the way sometime soon if I know him Mr. Manuel T. <laughs> Ferrero III.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Doctor Ray. Thank you, Doctor Ray. Man, I, I really enjoyed the new uh the new intro that you got there, Dr. Ray, on the Hot Corner show. Well,
2: well where'd you come up with that? You know, I'm basically a genius. So, you know, I, I think about these amazing things all the time. And um This one came to me right now at at basically 7.30, or 7 minutes and 30 seconds when I heard it for the first time. Um, (laughs) You know, Mandy, that was great. I got to tell you that you're like, don't be mad at me if you hear something different on the show tonight, and I didn't know what what to expect. I was like, oh, great, here we go, and sure enough, man, that's a great intro. I love it. I I can't wait to hear that each and every Wednesday night. It's possibly, quite possibly the best intro I've ever heard to a radio show, so Good job on that, my man. Very, very good. Uh, what, what prompted you to come up with that?
0: No, man. Hey, um, I got to give it up to the people here at the ISPS Radio Studios, man. They uh, they uh, do tremendous, tremendous work. So uh, you know, next time you you pass by the studio, uh, give them a shout out over there. To yeehaw. And uh, all his boys over there. So, uh, man, a tremendous, tremendous nice little intro, Dr. Ray. Congratulations on that,
2: brother. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. No, definitely a great job. And I'll have to give everybody from ISPS Radio Studios their due props for sure. Um, so what's been going on, my man? How's everything been going since the last show? Are you uh, psyched to wear your FSU colors or what? no
0: definitely not psyched up to uh wear my FSU colors but I am psyched up to go to Louisville man I'm 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 uh, leaving to Louisville Kentucky on Sunday night uh I'm flying up there Sunday night I already have uh some meetings scheduled up uh one of the biggest meetings will be with Louisville Slugger uh I'm going to be taking a uh, a private tour of the facilities and the factory uh so I'm excited. We we're, we're going to be hosting a Midwest uh championship over there in uh it's Jeffersonville, but the closest airport is Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. is right right across the river. I'm going to be staying on the Ohio River. Uh so it's going to be a nice little trip. I'm going to meet a lot of uh new people. I'm going to be talking to uh some chambers I have everything lined up, man. Really, really excited about this Louisville trip, man. But uh, what about you, Dr. Ray? I haven't spoken to you in about a week. What's been going on over there at Frontier?
2: Well, um, actually, there's been a lot of things going on at Frontier. We're working on a brand-new website right now. Um, We're working on really implementing a lot of the changes that I've made in the practice over the past couple of years and actually putting them into the website I haven't really been able to market a lot of the things that I'm doing now um, because I haven't had the certification that's necessary to be able to market them. But now that I'm inching closer and closer to that, I'm really getting everything prepared. And uh, come October, everything should be ready to go, and we're going to really roll it out, and we're going to try to get heavy here with um, everything going on with the chiropractic internal medicine. So I'm stoked about it, man, and it's just been a lot of work a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, and and I think it's finally ready to really start um, introducing this holistic primary care here to South Florida and uh, anybody else that's really interested. I mean, I'm even trying to develop right now the telemedicine thing um, so that I can take care of patients in other areas, Um, trying to work out all the legalities as far as being licensed in different states and so on and so forth, but, hey, we're working on it. Again, it's in the works, and, and it's something that you know things develop out of necessity, and I think that that's where we're at right now. Um, <clears throat> you know, healthcare is struggling, and you know we need we need healthcare, not sick care, and uh, that's why we're going to be talking about salads here in just a little bit. So, you know, a lot of a lot of really cool things going on, but uh, I, we got to get into the show here a little bit because it's jam packed. So, what I want to do is let you guys know that we're going to be talking about the the health topic here in a moment. The call in number, the guest call in number, is three four seven. if you guys want to call in and you have questions about why we're talking about salads or want to tell us about how much you hate salad, how you never eat salad, you want to know why you should eat salad, and and what's a good way to eat salad, and what should you put in the salad, whatever you guys want. I mean, we got plenty of ideas and plenty of stuff that we're going to be talking about here in just a moment, Um, but Manny, let's go ahead and let's hit it to our first break right now, and we'll be back talking about salads on the hot corner right after this.
1: Listen in to Doctor Ray and Manuel T. Ferrero III each and every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on the International Slow Pitch Softball Radio Podcast Channel at ispsradio.com. All
2: right, B.U.T. Four, we are back, and we are going to talk about National Salad Month right now on the Hot Corner. So if you guys have questions, tweet us, call us, text us, whatever you want to do. But what I want to do right now is get into a little bit about National Salad Month. How did May end up becoming National Salad Month? Who in the world knows? But believe it or not, there is actually an association for dressings and sauces. So this association for dressings and sauces, which is a a national organization, they have a .org website, um, has put together a pretty cool Pretty cool little flyer here. Um, But basically, I want to read you a little bit about why they talk about salads being so good and some of the reasons why we have a month to talk about salads. So the researchers actually at Harvard University have found that salad dressings, some of them, not all of them, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that ranch and blue cheese and all those guys are not the ones that we're talking about here, all right, contain alpha linoleic acid, which is an omega-3 fatty acid. It has protective effects against heart disease. So women in particular who consumed one to two tablespoons of Italian-style salad dressing five to six times a week had about a 50% reduction in heart disease. That's a huge number. So just eating salad five to six times a week, 50% reduction in heart disease. Okay, so this is something that is very, very, I guess, really, really, Telling about some of the things that we have in our diet that increase heart disease and some of the things that can help to avoid the chances of us contracting heart disease. So, remember, guys, that heart disease is actually the number one killer in the United States right now. Of all the things that you could possibly die from, heart disease is the one that's killing the most people. And unfortunately, it's because of the Western type style diet that we have. We eat a lot of sugars, we eat a lot of carbohydrates. We eat a lot of foods that are filled with calories but not with nutrients. And salads really kind of help to do a lot of things for us. So number one, the thing that I like about salads the most is that it's giving us fiber. Fiber is something that can bind to a lot of different things in our digestive tract and help move them along through and grab some of the fat that we eat, and it can bind to some of that fat. It can bind to toxins. It can bind to different things in the digestive tract, and it can help keep things moving. Um, Now, while we're on that note, and I know we're talking salad, so we want to try to keep things kind of nice and light here, but if you guys ever eat salad and then see salad again later on, if you know what I'm talking about, that can be a sign that you're having some digestive insufficiencies and that your stomach is not up to par either. So if you're having a lot of issue when you eat salad, at that point, you want to visit a doctor. You want to get evaluated. Normally, a comprehensive stool exam is something that you're going to have to do to check for digestive sufficiency. Um, And and my suggestion at this point would be to see a natural, uh, holistic doctor. Medical doctors, if they do a stool test with you, they're looking for uh, basically just diseases, and they're looking for those types of things. And it's not so much about disease. It's more about malfunction or dysfunction. So you want to look for, you know, a chiropractic internist if you can. If you can't find one of those because there's only 12 in the whole state of Florida, then you want to try to find a naturopathic doctor, a holistic doctor, something like that, somebody that can help you get your digestion back on track without giving you chemicals or drugs that are only going to put more of a burden on your digestive tract, your stomach, and your liver, and so on and so forth. So uh just wanted to let you know about that. And, and getting back to why salad is so good, salad dressing itself, can be a very good cholesterol fighter. So cholesterol is one of those things that, again, you hear, don't eat the yolk from the eggs, you know, this and that. Good fat is essential to keep your cholesterol, not down, because down is not really important. But what's important is the size of the particles of your cholesterol, the concentrations of the cholesterol, and how it's responding to inflammation within your body. So Really trying to ascertain those things from just a regular lipid panel that your doctor is going to run is not really sufficient. They're not doing enough due diligence there. So if you have heart disease in your family, if your family has suffered from strokes, from heart attacks, from uh, peripheral vascular diseases, anything like that, you want to try to get a doctor that's going to go a little bit more in-depth with you and not just say, oh, yeah, your good cholesterol is this and your bad cholesterol is that. That would be my suggestion. But eating salads can definitely help you in lowering the wrong types of cholesterol and raising the right types of cholesterol. Um, It will also help with inflammation, which is one of the things that that cholesterol is responding to. So something to think about there. So, again, this is just talking about dressing, all right? But the salad itself, a lot of times, is going to be made up of a lot of things that are very good for you. So this is something that we want to be cognizant of. We want to be thinking of, what should I put in my salad to make it good for me? All right, so not croutons, not these kinds of things, right? What we want to do is we want to try to put in as many veggies as we can, some good lean protein if if you're not a vegetarian or vegan, and you want to try to use a salad dressing that's not going to be kind of ruining the whole thing. So you can eat a lot of salad and only take in a little bit of calories but get a whole bunch of nutrients, and that's really where it's very good. So some of the things that I love to put into salads to help them, not only taste better, but to really fill out some of those, you know, nutrient classifications are like sunflower seeds or walnuts or dried cranberries. These are great fillers that you guys can put into your salads that will really kind of change the uh, the feel of them. Not only not only will you feel like, hey, I'm actually eating something here, not just leaves, uh, but you'll get some fats, you'll get some proteins, you'll get some um, some good carbohydrates from there as well too. So those are some good things to put in there. Now, as far as dressings go, you want to try to avoid the really creamy, creamy, creamy kinds. You want to stick more to the oil-based ones, the vinaigrettes. Um, Oil and vinegar is always good. Dijon mustard type of uh, dressings are normally good as long as they're not super creamy. Um, But think about it. Again, we want to try to stay away from as many processed things as we possibly can here. So I want you guys thinking about that. But here's some pretty cool things just so that you guys know. Um, So Thousand Island Dressing, if you guys want to know, um, why it's called Thousand Island It's just a random fact of the night. It's made from bits of green olives, peppers, pickles, onions, hard boiled eggs, and other finely chopped ingredients, which commemorates the Thousand Islands in the St. Lawrence River where it was developed. So uh, that's something that you guys want to think about. It's a thousand ingredients and it's all in there, and uh, it was first developed in, in the islands in the St. Lawrence River. So that's how we got that Thousand Island dressing. I always thought it was just ketchup and mayonnaise and some pickles, but apparently it's a lot of other stuff than that. Um, so there's your random fact for the night. Manny, do you have any input on salads or anything like that that you want to, that you want to talk about before we move on to the next part of the show here? Listen, man, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. When I was a kid,
0: I hated salads. And now as an adult, I love salads. Uh, just today for lunch, uh, my wife prepared a kale, kale and spinach. With some diced tomatoes, uh, she usually, yeah, she puts some uh, sunflower seeds and she put a little bit of feta cheese inside of it and uh, some oil and vinegar, pretty much. And I love it. I love it, Dr. Ray. And sometimes she puts a little bit of quinoa inside of it and she mixes it all in. And, man, it's, it's tremendous. I love salad. Now, I like certain salads, not all salads. I don't like, you know... Uh, I don't know, I, I, I really, not that I don't like salads, I really don't like lettuce for some reason. I don't know, the the taste of lettuce, it's not uh it's not appetizing for me.
2: Well, I mean, it's understandable, but that's why they have these dressings, and that's really what this Association of Dressings and Saucers is trying to bring to the table here. And uh, I, I suggest you guys look it up, if you're online right now and you're just kind of whatever, Go and check it out. It's pretty cool. I mean, they have some really, really cool facts here. How many millions of gallons of salad dressing are consumed each year, Manny? What do you think? In the U.S.? Oof. A um, hundred million ton? Oh, man. Well, you you overshot it a little bit, but 60 million gallons of dressing are consumed each year. That's a lot of salad dressing. So just so you guys have an idea, and what do you think is the the number one dressing in America Uh, Caesar. Well, Caesar is actually fifth. Ranch is number one, followed by Italian, creamy Italian, Southern Island, French, and finally Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. Buffalo buffalo (laughs) wings with ranch sauce do not count, man.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I I don't know if that was taken into account here on the survey, uh, but ranch is the number one dressing. And, again, what did I say? You want to try to stay away from the really thick, creamy ones, All these here right now are kind of thick and creamy minus the Italian dressing. Um, So, again, you want to try to stick more to those vinaigrettes, those kinds of things, um, if you're trying to stay healthy. You know, eating a salad is very good for you. You can have a salad that's unhealthy. So, you know, if you're putting fried chicken and taco bits and, uh, you know, ranch and blue cheese and and tons of cheese all over your salad, you're defeating the purpose. You might as well just have a quesadilla. So, uh, you know, and have some real fun. So anyway, let's go ahead and wrap up the salad section. Uh, We may possibly have a little bit more on salads. If there's anything else you guys want to talk about, we may get into it a little bit more with some of our guests here on the show. Uh, But for right now, we're going to go ahead and we're going to hit it to a commercial break, and we will be right back.
1: Listen to the Hot Corner Show every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the ISPS radio podcast channel. Call the show at 347-637-3978 and talk sports and health topics with Dr. Ray. Plus, slow-pitch softball from around the world with Manuel T. Ferrero III, fantasy sports, special guests, and more. Call the show now on the special guest call-in hotline at 347-637-3978. 78. Now, bring your A-game, because you're about to experience the Hot Corner.
2: Oh, yeah, baby. We're about to get into the best part of the show, in my opinion, here. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit of fantasy baseball here right now coming up. We're going to get into the fantasy baseball hot corner listener league here and uh a lot of a lot of stuff going down this week so far a lot of movement on the waiver wire Manny's been burning up the waiver wire like always with the most moves in the league here Manny's trying to figure things out Manny's doing pretty good holding down a 3-1 record here um we've you only say, got one say. team right we've only got one team right now that's undefeated um and that would be my team uh, so far things have been going pretty good for me I've been pretty lucky uh, but right now I'm actually losing by 33 points uh, to the team that is currently in last place. So that tells you guys, you know. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Clap it up. Clap it up. Dr. Ray's losing. Everybody loves it. No, but um, we're having a really good game here this week. Uh, the teams all seem to be very close in their matchups. Um Many, what are you thinking so far about this league? What are you, what, you having some fun or what, man? I'm
0: having fun, but I still believe that it is rigged. It is totally rigged. How could the commissioner of the league uh, be in uh, first place undefeated? He's always ranked uh, with the most points in the in in every week. Almost, uh, I I I believe that next year you're you're we're gonna boycott
2: you. You're not gonna be allowed to play, man. I'm going to be kicked out of my own listeners league, huh? Well, uh, hey, man, that's the point. You got to try to, you know, you got to try to beat the host. You got to try to beat the commish. Um, And by no means have I been a dirty commish. So, uh, so far we haven't seen much trade action. That's something that I would like to see a little bit more of here. You know, now the teams are kind of starting to get a little bit better feel for what's happening scoring-wise. I'd like to see a little bit of that movement going on here. But um, as a matter of fact, there's been another team, that's been really performing well, and they're in second place with the second amount of points scored. They've got 100 points less than the total on the season, um, and that's D-man eight. So, so Brandon's team has been playing really, really well, and right now they're the high scorers of the league. Um, he's at 201.66, um, and I'm at 102. Just so you know, just to give a little bit of a comparison, Manny, you're having a great week so far. You started out strong. You're at 144 points right now and you're actually playing another team that's in that's in, tied with you, right ahead of you, as a matter of fact. So if you can stay ahead and pull out this leap, my man, it looks like you're going to be moving up a little bit and uh, yep. staying towards the top of that league. But, you know, remember, fantasy baseball, man, it's a long, long game. You know, it's a marathon for sure. So starting out undefeated 4-0, and man, that doesn't mean anything. I could end up missing the playoffs right now at this point. So, you know, it's just about trying to – Saddle up when those injuries hit. It's about trying to find the right guys out there on the waiver wires. And it sounds like we got a text, call, or tweet. So, Manny, what do we got going on here?
0: Yeah, um, Torres coming in from, um, I believe this is Lehigh Acres, Florida. Uh, Dr. Ray, what do you think about the Yankees not paying A-Rod for the bonus of breaking Willie Mays's record?
2: Oh, man, you know, I, I think that the Yankees, there's, there's been a beef between A-Rod and the Yankees, um, and it's been dated back to, you know, since last year, and, and you can tell that there's kind of some bad blood, even though, you know, there's a mutual respect, I think, as well, um, and there has to be because there has to be that relationship that they have as a player and as a team that employs him. Um, but, you know, I, I think that, with everything that's been going on, with the admit, with the kind of admitting that A-Rod has done, I mean, I think it serves them right, you know, and, and the Yankees said it best. I mean, it's hard to market breaking a record, you know, for something like that when there's been performance-enhancing drugs involved. And so I, I personally think that, I, you know, I'm on the side of the Yankees here, um, and they said that it's not something that's very marketable. The Yankees have a long history, uh, you know, a long good history, and and I hate the Yankees. Um, personally, but, you know, I think that I'm with them here on this, and and I think that although A-Rod is a great player, and, you know, I grew up idolizing A-Rod and him being here from Miami and everything, and everybody has, like, a connection to A-Rod. Like, oh, his cousin's sister's brother, his daughter dated my, you know, whatever, you know, everybody somehow knew A-Rod, and, and you know, I was in that same boat, too, but you know, now at this point with everything that's gone on, you know, and, and we talk about it all the time here in ISPS softball, they're cheating is there's just no there's just no place for it. You know, we don't want that cheating stuff here in, in our game. And if you're going to cheat, then uh, hey, you know, then you're not going to get marketed for for everything that you deserve. So, I'm, I'm there with the Yankees on it, man. So great question. Um, you know, I hadn't really thought about it until right now. Um, you know, except for to myself, but I definitely think so that that the Yankees. Did it make the right call there? What do you think, Manny? I know you're a Die Hard Yankees fan.
0: I'm a Die Hard Yankee fan and I think they should pay him every every cent of his bonus, man. Look. They, they kept him on the team. Um I, I I don't think they renegotiated his contract or anything. It, it's it's in black and white. Pay him pay him his money. Uh you knew what you were getting when you signed him. Um, and you're still, don't talk to me that he's not marketable or nothing. He's doing great right now this season, better than, better than anybody expected. I'm I'm sure you didn't expect him to have such a, such a great opening to, well, great or, or you know, better than expected opening to, to his season. So, um... You know, don't talk to me about he's not marketable because he's A-Rod. He's marketable, okay? That's why you didn't release him. If he wasn't marketable, if you didn't want that uh, marketing and advertising, you would have let him go and, you know, uh, he would have gone somewhere else. Maybe we would have taken him down here in the Marlins. I would have loved to see A-Rod in the Marlins uniform. But anyways, there's a – there's a second part to the question from Torres from uh, Lehigh Acres, Florida, Dr. Ray. Do you think a should stay with the Yankees um, even though they're they're with all these negative comments about him? They're, they're saying all these negative things
2: about him. You know what? Again, like I said, <clears throat> I think it's a tough situation. And, and you know, Manny, now that you mentioned what you did, I have to agree with you a little bit as well, too, so I kind of have to move my position a little bit more to saying I'm kind of on the fence with this, and I could really get blown either way, depending on the direction of the wind. Um, I do see the side of the Yankees, and I also do see the side that, hey, there is a contract. And when there's a contract, you've got to respect that contract. So, um, you know, I understand that. But moving into the second part of the question, there is a contract. And as long as that contract's there, that's where A-Rod's got to be. And um, if he's going to respect that, then, eh, you know, quite possibly the Yankees should respect, paying him what they owe him as well, too. Um, you know, so I think it's just one of those situations where, like I mentioned, there's that kind of bad blood, and I think both of them are kind of trying to push the envelope to see if they could possibly do some sort of a breach of contract and try to get out of it. You know, what I mean, if I were A-Rod, I would love to come back down to the Marlins and be in my hometown where there's a stadium named after me and all those kinds of things. And I'm sure he'd probably be better received here than anywhere else. And, uh, you know, when you do great things, people tend to forget. You know, nobody remembers Michael Jordan having a gambling problem and cheating on his wife. You know, the whole thing with Tiger is kind of in the past already. You know, I mean, all these things, you know, they kind of go away. Um, A-Rod is such a focal point in the media in New York that it's difficult, especially when there's this constant banter back and forth. But, you know, it's a difficult thing. If there's a way to get out of there, if I was A-Rod, I probably would. Um, And that might be a little bit about what all this is about. So, you know what do you think, man? I don't know,
0: man, but I'm looking right now at his contract, Dr. Ray. Okay. Uh he has a 30 million marketing agreement based on home run milestones. 6 million for each milestone he breaks. He just broke 660. He gets another 6 million for breaking 714. Then he gets another 6 million for breaking 755 then he gets uh another one another 6 million for tying and then another 6 million for breaking the major league home run record and that's aside from all these other award bonuses like 50,000 for finishing 6th through 10th in MVP voting you know a bunch of other you know MVP stuff all-star voting silver sluggers he gets some other smaller bonuses but the uh, the records, man. That's six million dollars, man. Of course you're gonna fight it if you're A Rod. Think about it. Put yourself in A Rod's shoes. That's six million dollars. That's thirty million dollars on the table.
2: No, definitely, I, uh, I I feel him on that. You know, it, it, and it's there in black and white. And I tell you what, though, I want I want his agent. I mean, whoever wrote that contract for him, I I, I gotta find that guy out and have him write my contracts because that sounds like it's one that definitely favors A Rod. You know, I, I don't know how much money the, the Yankees could possibly make off of marketing and all that, but my guess is that it might end up evening out what they have to pay him for doing it. So, hey, who knows? But um, anyway, my man, thank you very much, Torres, for the questions. We had to fly around our fantasy baseball for the day. Uh, We've got to go ahead and keep it moving here. We have to get to our first guest of the day. So we're going to be talking with the guys. We're actually going to be talking with Alan from Jaeger Sports right now, the makers of the J-Band. Um, If you guys want to check them out while we're at our commercial break, you can go to JaegerSports.com. That's J-A-E-G-E-R Sports.com and check them out. And uh, we'll be right back with Alan after this.
1: Listen in to Dr. Ray and Manuel T. Ferrero III each and every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the International Slow Pitch Softball Radio Podcast channel at ISPSradio.com.
2: And we're right back here real quick on the hot corner And uh, we are about to get to our first guest of the night We're going to be talking to Alan from Jaeger Sports um, Alan, are you there with us?
3: I
4: am, I am How you guys doing?
2: Alan, we're doing great, my man How about yourself?
4: I'm fine, I'm learning a lot I'm learning a lot about salads And uh, I, I love salads too And uh, I'm glad to know that I love salads Because it sounds like it's doing a lot of good for me
2: <laughs> yes, sir. That there you was, go. You didn't know it was you didn't know it was National Salad Month, but now you know that it's helping you uh, protect your heart. You know that it's good for your cholesterol. So keep it up, my man. That's good to hear.
4: Yeah, except I love Caesar dressing.
2: <laughs> oh well, maybe <laughs> just you know every other every other one get a Caesar, you know <laughs> something there you, like that. There, but uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, man, just you know everything in moderation. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. So um. Alan, let's go ahead and let's talk about Jaeger sports here a little bit. Mom, tell us a little bit about you guys. And, uh, and, and you know, how the, the J-bands obviously is the main thing here. So so tell us a little bit about it for those people who haven't heard of you before.
4: Yeah, for sure. And, and not a big deal, but it's Jaeger with a – like Blue Jays, so no problem. We get Jaeger all the time, so I'm used to it. <laughs> um, and
0: we're, we're used to the Jaeger Meister down here, so that's why we, we incorporate it. <laughs>
4: you know what? It's all relative, right? And <laughs> we're all relatives. <laughs>
0: exactly. We're all related um, to A-Rod.
4: We, you know what? We're all, you know, if you go back far enough, man, you know, we we share the same blood and the same oxygen and, you know, so uh that that's how I feel, so you wanna get any arguments from me
0: um so there you
4: go you know basically our, our our two huge um things that we teach uh one is arm care, arm strength, and throwing, and the other one's mental game stuff and j bands are something that we actually started integrating i don't want i don't know maybe almost twenty years ago, and um you know we just kind of took the theory uh, of of rehabilitation um. You know, when someone has surgery, they work really hard with a lot of surgical tubing and a lot of rehabilitation stuff, and um, they tend to come back, you know, it's hard to say better than they were, but in a way it seems like people are often, they feel brand new because they, cause they had to work so hard in rehab and they had to train in a way they're not used to training. So um, we've just taken the concept of rehab and we've turned it into prehab, you know, for all the exercise, especially in baseball and softball, any sport where you use your shoulder, volleyball, water polo, you know, the bottom line is, is that, you know, you want to address the small muscles and they're very delicate. And there's, there's all sorts of connective things, you know, small ligaments, small tendons that, um, you know, you want to make sure you're hitting, not just the bigger muscle groups. So uh, the whole theory is pretty simple. And that is um, just make sure the the shoulders especially, and like I said, a lot of the connective areas are is warmed up and prepared and, and positioned to when you do go out and, quote, unquote, do the activity of throwing, you know, that your your arm and your shoulder is, is best prepared. And, uh, and it's been very successful from the point of view that, um, you know, we feel like we've really brought the mentality of the rehabilitation field out to the baseball field where now it's become – um, you know, like clockwork, you know, I think people come to the field now and they know if it's not J bands, it's some other form of band training, but they, they know to do an arm care program before they throw. And that's something I can tell you from playing. I mean, I go back to high school was 1982, you know, so when I was in high school and in college, um, you know, you didn't see any of TheraBand or surgical tubing on the field. It just, it just didn't exist. And I, I would say you didn't even see much of it until the early 2000s. So it's kind of neat now. It feels like it's just protocol. It's it's just normal. And, you know, we feel like they're just amazing because, um, you know, we've been doing it for, like I said, about 20 years. And we've just had such great feedback over the years. And we're in some of the top programs in the country, not to mention some major league teams too. So, you know, when you have – programs out there like Vanderbilt and Oregon state and UCLA, um, you know, just to name a few Mississippi state, you know, it, it, and those guys are having such great success with it. Um, it makes you feel great. And like I said, we've had, uh, a number of major league teams like the Rangers and the angels, you know, use our J bands as well.
2: Yeah, uh, that's excellent. So, um, you know, I know that one of the biggest things is arm care and injury prevention, really. Um, How how do you see that the J-bands have created a benefit and why are they so easy to use and how do they just fit into everything? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have have probably heard of them but not directly heard of them being uh, J-bands, but, you know, how do you incorporate these benefits? Why should somebody go out and get a J-band?
4: Well, kind of like I was saying a little bit earlier, I mean, if if what you do after you've had trauma to your arm through surgery, if, if the the number one resource you have is is pretty much, you know, resistance training or some kind of surgical tubing or Theraband. You know, all we're saying is, um, you know, do the workout before you throw. Get the benefits of, of, you know, small muscle balance, small muscle endurance, strength, conditioning, you know, range of motion, freedom. All the things you want to do. It's just like if I said, you know, you're going to go run a sixty yard dash for for a time you might spend 20 minutes just stretching your legs out, getting a a light jog in, you know, just to get your legs prepared so you don't pull any muscles, you know, you don't pull a hamstring. So, you know, our program in theory is really straightforward and and simple, yet it's very, I think, deep and and meaningful because what we're really doing is we're saying, look, don't just go out there, you know, there's a great saying, you know, throw to warm up or warm up to throw. We don't want players going out there and throwing to get warm. We want them to be very, very warm, very, very prepared before they go through. The benefits are are limitless. I mean, <laughs> between just general arm care, injury prevention, um, the endurance factor, the health factor, the strength factor, the recovery period from, you know, we'll have a pitcher throw 100, 120 pitches. They they barely feel anything the next day because their recovery period is so good because their the care of their shoulder is so good. So. Uh, I mean, they might have other soreness, like in their hips or something, but um, players we that we work with, their, their shoulder recovery is, is just a joke. So, um, you know, those are some of the, the benefits of it, and I think that, um, you know, fortunately people talk, and when people are having success with something, you know, they let other people know. So um, feel, it really feels like it's, it's starting to really get out there. Well, definitely,
2: and, and I couldn't agree with you more than uh... – you know, more about the, the prehab and the rehab and everything and making sure that you're extremely warm before you play. Um, and and sport-specific or or <clears throat> motion-specific warm-up is really the most important thing um, after a general warm-up, you know, if you really want to be specific. So, you know, I, I think it's great, and I'm here looking on your website, and you guys have the, uh, the exercises that you recommend with the J-Bent. And I think that, you know, to me, what I was hoping that you were going to mention is, how easy it is to use when you're at the field. I mean, you guys have the clip that's ready to go, a little carabiner clip that you can just fasten to a chain-link fence, and you got your resistance set up there. You know, a lot of times if you're using a TheraBand, if you're using surgical tubing, you have to step on it or you have to, like, tie it around a tree or who knows what, you know, what you got to do. You have to invent some kind of a crazy setup. But if you're at the field there's always going to be a chain link fence for you to to hook up a to. So um, I think that that's awesome. And then the fact that you guys also give these exercises, you have dual arm exercises, which look good to warm up with, and then throwing arm specific exercises, which are really targeting the rotator cuff muscles and the core and, and, and really actually taking you through the motion of throwing as well too. I think that that's excellent. You know, as far as somebody who's always dealing with, with injuries, Um, especially to the rotator cuff and to the arm, I I can definitely see this as something that's beneficial because what a lot of people don't realize is that rotator cuff injuries don't come from the actual throwing motion. They come from the deceleration of the throwing. Uh And that's why why it's a lot of times, you know, the supraspinatus and the infraspinatus and the teres minor that, that suffer the injuries, you'll rarely see a subscapularis injury, which is the only rotator cuff muscle that does internal rotation, which is the actual throwing motion. It's usually the guys on the backside that are trying to slow your arm down and if those guys aren't properly warmed up it's going to be very easy to to tear them. Um you know it could happen on any throat. So definitely definitely getting that warm up that specific motion warm up is something that that I see is very beneficial and I think you guys have really have really nailed that here. So um congrats on that man and and you know it's great to have you here on the show especially with all the softball players listening and Tell us a little bit more about uh the also the mental game that you guys have going on and, and how the and how jager or excuse me jaeger sports has really <laughs> helped out on that mental game
3: yeah,
4: I just want to touch on something you said, which I kind of missed the question, but I'm glad you brought it up i one of the things that I love too about the j bands as you said um they are so easy to use um you know we have wrist cuffs that go actually around the wrist, they're very comfortable they're velcro. You know, one of my frustrations is there's other products out there that, I mean, their intention's good, but you have to grab a handle, you have to grab the theraband, you even have to grab a ball, and all those things to me not only create tension in the arm, uh, but they also put you anatomically in some funky positions where it's hard to do the exercises properly because you're, you know, you're having to either tighten your wrist or or, or make a, a strong grip, and with the wrist cuffs arms are really freed up, really relaxed and really loose. And like you said, the carabiner clip goes right on a chain link fence. Um and boy, it's <laughs> you can do this whole workout thoroughly in 8 to 10 minutes once once you get used to the exercises. And I mean, it it's just magic to the to the not just the shoulders, but as you said, there's tons of supportive areas and uh and we also have a deceleration workout as you mentioned with the decelerators. Um for post-throwing especially for pitchers so it's nothing but a lot of external rotation and you know areas hitting the as you said the deceleration motion so I just wanted to get that in there and and it's funny because when we did our first video we had a we had a physical therapist who who really was <laughs> excellent and she told me almost joking she said you know you almost don't even need to do a lot of the internal rotation work with with shoulders it's it's all about the the deceleration as you said so we do of course a lot of internal rotation as well, but we really emphasize the back of the shoulder as you said. And uh so with regard to the mental game, you know, I started in nineteen ninety. I started teaching the mental game. I wrote a book when I was in my twenties on the mental game and uh even though I was a pitching coach in a junior college and all that, I, I really fell in love with the mental game and um it's I've enjoyed it. I've I've had an opportunity to work with tons of players and high schools and colleges. I spent a week last year with the Texas Rangers doing mental training with them. And uh, so, you know, it's it's been kind of a fun thing. And, and there's been a lot of growth. You know, when I first started in 1990, it, it almost seemed like there was a huge stigma attached to the mental game. Um, fortunately now it, it almost is like a, a trendy thing, which is great. And people, I think, are starting to realize, especially, you know, in golf, which is so mental, um, which, by the way, baseball and softball, they're very similar. They're, 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 there's anytime you have dead time in a game, I don't care what the game is, that's when athletes can think and tend to get in, in trouble. You know, sports like basketball and football and hockey to a degree, things are moving. Um, you know, so uh, golf nowadays, if you don't have a sports psychologist, I think you're in a very very rare category. Uh, I think they all have them for the most part, or 95% of them do. But fortunately, it's it is starting to it's cool it's starting to really become mainstream and um and ultimately look i don't care what sport you're in when you get to the top level of your sport it's going to be 99 percent mental so it always begs the question if something's 99 percent mental why are you spending 99 percent of your time on the physical it's just black and white and yeah there's there's some depth to well what do i do about it of course but at the end of the day, it's very black and white. If you want to improve your mental game, then like anything, any other skill that you want to develop and get better at, you you probably need to invest into it, practice it, train, develop it, uh, and have accountability for it. Right?
2: One hundred percent, my man. That's what it's all about. So, uh, real quick, we, we got a we got a ding dong. So that means we got a, a text, a call, or a tweet. That might be a question for you, man. Um, okay. What do we have over there?
0: Actually, yeah. Um, I have a question from Alex from Kendall, Florida. Alex C. Uh, we're not going to say his last name. And I have a I have a question myself now that we're talking to or Alex C. is listening to the show about the mental game for Allen. But um, Allen, Alex's question is he's a pitcher and an outfielder for slow pitch softball. If he gets his his j band how how long how long is the uh warm up sessions that he should he should get to the parks before before his games
4: well once he learns the exercises literally it's ten minutes we we always say err on the side of doing it right, taking your time maybe fifteen minutes but honestly once you learn the exercises cold um you could probably whip them out about eight ten minutes and um it's very very <laughs> thorough and it's very
0: effective. And my part to the question is now that we're talking to Alex C from Kendall, Florida, about the mental part uh of the game. Alan, what do you what do you suggest to a player who is uh constantly thinking about the other teams and which player is on the other team and if this player is classified in this division or that division or or what what do you recommend to a player who is always um preoccupy with other things except himself and his team?
4: That's a great question. Well, we have the central theme of our teaching is to be process-oriented, not result-oriented. Therefore, we get players to identify what their process is, whether you're a hitter or a pitcher or a defensive player. It doesn't matter. Identify your process. And what we do then is we tell them that everything else is drama. So if you want to leave your process – whether it's the score, your batting average, or who who you're playing, you're entering a field of drama. Drama is basically distractions, tension, anxiety, worry, stress, nervousness, fear, consequences. So you put yourself in a position now where the opposite state of what's called the zone, where you are absent of all of the drama. There is no drama. All there is is the present moment. All there is is your commitment to your process or your commitment to now. So we keep it very black and white with athletes, and, and really this applies to human beings. You're either committed to your process now, and you're trying to be great at that, or else you're in drama. And what I love about this approach, is very simple. Your process is a constant one thing, which may have a couple of variables, but it's basically one thing, like see the ball well and hit it hard. Drama is a billion things. It's a, it's more than a billion. They go on. For, they can go on for. There are endless amounts of possibilities, right? Like it could be hot or cold, on the road or at home. Your opponent can change every single time. So they, they just they're like a hamster on a the wheel. They, those are variables just kind of can keep going on and on, right? So to answer your question, I would apply basically any question. I would give you the same answer. You could have said the other team. You could have said it's someone's batting average. You could have said they're worri- their confidence level. They're worried about this. They're worried about that. I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna always give you the same answer. Identify your process and be great at it, because everything else is drama.
0: Identify uh, your process and be great at it, because everything else d- is drama. Write it down, Doctor Ray. I'm
2: gonna oh, yeah. here, I'm gonna That's tweet right. it. I'm
4: gonna tweet it right now. Identify your process. It's one of my tweets. There you go and be great at it, and then when I put it after be great at it, I put, I put in caps, everything, first I put, I put everything else is secondary, but another way of saying it is everything else is drama, and here's Hello, the cool man, part,
2: awesome.
4: yeah, here's a cool part, once you get, what your process could be something as simple as someone's talking to you, like right now we're talking to each other, your process is are you committed to listening as well as you can, so if that's your process, if I leave the process, in other words, if I think about what I'm having for dinner tonight, it doesn't seem like a big deal, but what I've really done is I've entered a state of drama, I've entered a state of distraction, and now the quality of what I'm doing now is affected. It's no different than a hitter in the on-deck circle worrying about he's over for 2 and he needs to get a hit or she's over for 2 and she needs to get a hit. It doesn't matter. If you leave your process, what should you be what should you be doing in the on-deck circle? Probably tracking the pitch, probably doing some breathing exercises, probably doing something to get yourself grounded. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But that's what your process is in the on deck circle. When you get in the batter's box, you have another process. Stick with it. If you leave the process, don't take it personally. Just know you've entered distraction. You've entered drama. It's irrelevant. It has nothing to do with you excelling. You think it might. Look, I call it drama. Another word I use is candy. Sounds good. This is great for this show. It sounds sweet. It sounds cool. Like oh, there's ten, there's a there's a LA Dodger and New York Yankee scout in the stands today. Sounds cool. It sounds like candy. Total distraction. Total stressor for most people. Has nothing to do with seeing the ball well and hitting it hard. That yeah, is my process as a hitter.
2: Yeah, and and it's bad for you. And you should be having a salad instead of candy. So exactly. Uh, <laughs> 100% now that's great um man i don't, we, can't, we can't we can't thank you enough for coming here on the show and telling us about the uh, jager the Jade bands from jager sports and all the mental stuff that you do and for anybody that was listening man i guarantee you that they're going to be able to uh start to really make some changes by identifying their process trying to perfect it and then you know just realizing that hey you're right everything else is drama so uh Thanks a lot for coming on the show, Alan. We appreciate it. We got to keep moving to the next segment here, but before we go, tell everybody again where they can find you on Twitter, all your social media, and everything, so that they can check you guys out.
4: Yeah. So social media, it's easy at Jager Sports, J A E G E R, and the word sports, and our website, JagerSports dot com. And uh, I just wanted to thank both you guys for having me on. And when I was uh, off stage so to speak and listening i was enjoying your guys's his chat and uh and i'm going to look at salads di- you know differently for the rest of my life because of you and uh, uh again thanks for having me on and and uh, i've really enjoyed my time
2: awesome man thanks a lot alan again thank and, you uh, alan that's what that's what we do here my man we change lives one day at a time with salad so uh thank you very much and uh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's go ahead, Manny, and let's kick it to our next commercial, and we'll we'll go ahead and we'll wrap up the show with our with our final guest for the night.
1: Listen to the Hot Corner Show every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the ISPS radio podcast channel. Call the show at 347-637-3978 and talk sports and health topics with Dr. Ray. Plus, slow-pitch softball from around the world with Manuel T. Ferrero III, fantasy sports, special guests, and more. Call the show now on the special guest call-in hotline at 347-637-3978. 78. Now bring your A game, cause you're about to experience the hot corner.
2: Man, every time I hear that, I like it even more. That is, that is great, man. And I love how you, I, how I <laughs> said Manuel T. Ferrero the third. Man, you should have put something about the lines that make lines. But anyway, man, that's a great one. I, I can't wait to keep hearing <laughs> that. Uh let's go ahead and uh, let's keep moving here. We got we got our guest Michael from Picture Catcher Bats. So that's, now that's a play on words here, so you guys in case you guys haven't noticed yet, we're gonna talk a little bit about that. But uh, Michael, do we have you on the uh do we have you on the air with us here?
3: Yes, I am here. Can you hear me?
2: Yes, sir. How are you doing tonight, Michael?
3: I'm doing excellent, thank you. Great show. Uh, I'm a long-distance runner, so um, it was really uh, nice to hear about the salads. And then just on the uh, on the mental part of things, it was nice to hear about identifying the process, Be great, and everything else is drama. So uh, that, that was really good. And the second thing, just on the J-band, uh, I had an opportunity to throw out a first pitch at a double-A baseball game recently, and I probably should have had the J-band when I was warming up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. And you got a deceleration injury from not warming up the <laughs> shoulder before yeah. the next day. So, uh, oh, man, awesome. Well, tell us a little bit, Michael, about picture catcher bats.
3: Okay. Uh, for those of you, uh, I'm from Boston, so I apologize up front if uh, I have that sick Boston accent, too, if I'm loud. That's just where I am. Manny, nothing against you, even though you're a Yankee fan. Uh, we, can, we can kid about no it. No problem. So, uh, so. Yeah, Catch Your Bat, it's a play on words. It's, not, it's like a baseball pitcher, but actually, it's a pitcher, picture of P I C T U R E, Catch Your Bat. It's part of a baseball bat. It's actually the handle. And what it does, it can hold a picture, recipe in the kitchen, glory day photo, uh, ticket stuff. You name it, that's what it can hold. Um, I launched it about a year ago. I own the patent and the trademark I own both of them. Well, have actually gotten some pretty good traction in the market. Um, not to pat myself on the back, but last night at the Sports Emmy Awards in New York City, um, there were 900 of my baths were used in the um, in the swag bag at the swag bag at the Sports uh, Emmy. So that actually was good for me wow. from a branding point. Yeah, from a branding standpoint, pretty cool to get the call. When I did get the call from the Emmy producers um, about two and a half weeks ago, I thought it was a joke. But um, for us, I'm like, okay, why are they calling me? I'm just this little guy starting out. It was no joke. Um, and then, you know, preparing, you know, 900 bats, plastic sleeves, um, shipping them, um, uh, it was well worth it. And the feedback I got from the producer this morning is uh, went off really well. Uh, they get some really nice pictures they're going to be sending me. And um, so it, it's good from that standpoint.
0: Man, they should have invited oh, man, you over to awesome. the sports
3: semis, man. Yeah, so it's uh, – yeah, I moved from the, the minor leagues to the big leagues pretty quickly. It just put me in a whole different category right now. So if you look at everyone that attended the sports Emmys last night, they all walked away with one of my bats. So from a branding standpoint, at least they all go back to where they're from all over the country. Um it helps actually getting the word out since I'm just a startup.
2: Oh man, that's that's awesome, man. And uh how did you end up inventing the picture the picture catcher bat?
3: Well, uh, let, let me give you a story. So put yourself in my shoes. Think about when you go to a baseball game. You're watching a baseball game. So I was at a college baseball game watching a friend of uh, ours pitch. And after the game, there was a broken bat there. How many times have you guys seen a broken bat? You've always seen broken bats. What do you do with them? You maybe take it or you throw it out. Well, this takes a case. I asked the college baseball team. What are you going to do with the bat? They said, they're going to throw it out. They said, do uh, you mind if I have it? So I took it. It was an old hickory. I went back to the stand Showed my wife and a girlfriend, they said, what are you going to do with that bat? I said, I have no idea. I said, the maple will look, wood looks good. I'm going to make something out of it. So I brought I took it home. Six months later, it's sitting on my workbench in the basement, and uh, my wife and her girlfriend's birthday were coming up. I said, you know what? I should make something out of the bat for them. So I took out my power mod and just started cutting it up, and I cut out the middle part I said, oh, Hickory, put a picture in it? And then I, you know, cut the end off and made business card hold, and then I said, what's left is the handle. And I I cut the handle off, and that's what my wife ended up getting. They liked it. They thought they were getting Red Sox tickets. They didn't. They got prototypes. Um, They liked it. And then I cut cut a few more bats up, gave them to my nieces and nephews. They liked it. And I said, you know what, I'm going to go for a patent. And I went for the patent. It took about um, almost 18 months. I did get the patents on the patent owner for it. I went for a trademark. It It took about 12 months. I owned the trademark on it. I locked up the domain. Never been on GoDaddy in my life. When on GoDaddy locked up the domain, so I own Pitch or catch or Bat. I own Pitcher So I, I own all that. So I've learned a tremendous amount. Um I'm getting some pretty good traction. I've had a, one major bat company call me, didn't get a deal, but they are interested. So maybe anyway, when you're at Louisville, maybe you could uh, give a shout out to my bat, maybe they'll have to pick it up at some point.
0: Oh definitely man I'll talk to uh my contact over there maybe we could uh we could touch base on on email and remind me about that I'll definitely put in a word I'm I'm not shy about that man but Dr Ray if you haven't checked this out um Michael actually sent me two of them over here to the office uh and I have two I have one for you I'm gonna put one on my desk. It's tremendous, bro. It's one of these products that you, you're like, damn bro, why didn't I think of that, bro? I could have thought of it. It's it's the simplest thing if you look at it now. But you're like, damn, man, you you know wow man. man <laughs> tremendous Manny, I, I,
3: like, tremendous Manny, work. I like what you did. yeah, Mary, I like what you just said 'cause I was at a car dealership yesterday and um they're gonna buy a bunch of them from me. And um I was buying the car, but they said, Damn, I mean, do you get a patent on that? How come I didn't come up with that idea? So that's a compliment. So I said, you know, people, because it is a pretty simple design, but you no know, one ever cut up a bat and come up with the idea.
2: No,
0: Man, it's that's tremendous. That's what it's
2: all about. Man, that, it, it is. I mean, I'm looking at the website here, and it's great. I mean, this is something that I can really see, you know, all these <clears throat> little leads getting, and, and it's just so great to commemorate. I know. I know for sure my mom in particular would have loved something like this to have for the trophy, for the trophy case, for the trophy case and everything. And, you know, I mean, just everything. I mean, it's just, it's awesome. So, uh, I, I mean, congratulations. And, and, you know, one question that I got to ask you, um, you know, you've had a lot here, um, as far as I know that, well, well actually tell us a little bit of the Red Sox used it, right. For, uh, for something so how did that go?
3: Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was about, um, about 10 months ago. I got a call from the Red Sox. I like, oh, my God. And um, they were having their 10th anniversary dinner in Boston for the 2004 World Series team. And they said they wanted to use my bat as far as, as part of the centerpiece for 20 tables. This is, you know, Manny Ramirez, Pedro, all those guys are coming back. And I'm like, oh, my God. They said there's only one problem. This was on a Wednesday. They said uh, we need them by next Tuesday. I'm like, really? I said, I oh, you have 24-hour turnaround service. I'll get them to you immediately. So, uh yeah, it was a big hit. So that actually, once that happened, it started opening up other doors for me as far as uh, being out in, the, uh, out in the public.
2: Oh, man, that is great. That is, that's really great. So I got to tell you, congratulations, my man. It, it's, it looks like a great product um, for any of the guys out there listening. If you've got kids, if you, if you want to get this for your softball team, I mean, it's a great thing. Manny, this might be something that we have to uh, try to incorporate with ISTS as far as trophies and those kinds of things as well too. Um, it looks like a great way to commemorate things. You guys can even put company logos on them and all kinds of stuff. So, I mean, this looks this looks awesome. And uh, I mean, Michael, we got to thank you for coming on the show here tonight. We're kind of running out of time here. I know we got only a few seconds left. Um, but go ahead and let everybody know again the website and if you have any social media, so that they can check those uh, picture catcher bats out.
3: Okay, man, first of all, Manny, thank you. I really do appreciate having me on tonight. Um so social media, uh, my website is Pitcher P I C T U R E catcherbat.com. I'm on Twitter now, it's Pitcher Catcher B. So I'm on there. I'm on Facebook as well. So check me out. Start following me if you're not following me. Um I and I really appreciate the time tonight because uh, as a startup, hopefully this is the next bobblehead, you just never know. <laughs> there you
2: go, you man. awesome. You never really know where it's going to end up. So, um, again, keep keep uh, keep up the good work there, Michael. Keep pushing, and uh, congratulations on everything. Thanks for coming on the show here, Manny. Let's go ahead and wrap everything up. We want to thank everybody for listening tonight uh, to the Hot Corner. Again, uh, we're here each and every Wednesday night. I believe next Wednesday we're actually not going to be um, on the air, so we can't technically say each and every Wednesday night, but mostly every Wednesday night we're here. Um, But next week, I know Manny's going to be in Louisville, and it's my birthday weekend, so I don't think that we're going to have a show next week. But tune in the following week, next Wednesday, not the next one, but the following one um, at 7 p.m. for the Hot Corner. We're sure to have some more exciting information about health, some more exciting information about uh, fantasy sports, and definitely we're looking for for guests and people to come on the air to keep you guys not only entertained but also very well informed. So I hope everybody has a great night. Manny, great show tonight. We want to thank our guests from uh, from Jager Sports and from Picture Catcher Back. And uh, remember, guys out there, go ahead and eat your salad, and remember that the dressing makes a big deal. So I want to thank everybody for listening to the Hot Corner here tonight, and we'll see you, as always, in a couple weeks on the Hot Corner.
1: You've just heard the, the Hot Corner, Corner Show. Show. On the ISPS Radio Podcast Network with a softball playing chiropractor and official chiropractor of ISPS, Dr. Ray Tolmos, and Commissioner of International Slow Pitch Softball, Manuel T. Ferrero III. Remember to follow the show and hosts on Twitter and Facebook at ISPSO, at DRRAYT.
3: Choosing an energy company raises many questions. Who can make my electricity and natural gas work smarter? Where can I find a company that's easy to do business
4: with? Who knows the market best and has options to fit my needs? For millions of homes and businesses, there is one answer. Constellation. Decades of market intelligence and proven solutions from a trusted energy leader. Energy made efficient, simple, insightful, and
0: flexible. That's what makes Constellation America's energy choice. Learn more at Constellation.com
1: energy. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Holiday Inn Express wants to let you in on a little secret.
2: There's still time to get at least 20% off at
1: HolidayInExpress.com during our annual sale. We'll even throw in free breakfast. Just kidding. Breakfast is always included in your stay at Holiday Inn Express. Book now and save at HolidayInExpress.com. Terms apply.